This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host Jim and Tom, and this is another spoilery episode as we dive into <laughs> two television series today. We're going to obviously stick with WandaVision, the eighth episode previously on, and we are also going to talk about Resident Alien, where we feel episodes one through five stack up right now on every commercial that I've seen uh, Sci-Fi goes for the... Rotten Tomatoes, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes series, Resident Alien. So <laughs> they're really pushing that narrative. But we'll talk about that. I've got some uh, news I want to talk about. So spoiler alert right here. We'll get it out of the way first minute. Um, we, we've got a name for Spider-Man 3. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. got four names, actually. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Like um, Spider-Man far, um, Phone Home. Phone Home. Home Slice. Uh, <laughs> and then there was another one that I can't remember. Yeah. Did you see where the the video of Zendaya and um, Ned and and Tom Holland walk into his office mm-hmm. and they're and they're like, I can't believe he won't tell me the name. Yeah, and it's just right on the board. <laughs> but the name is yeah. uh, No Way Home. So, uh, yeah. what do you think about that name? Uh, in keeping with what we think's happening with a kind of into a spider verse multiple universe thing and and i don't it perhaps you know who knows what else it makes it uh he's gonna be in trouble that'll lead me on to something else in a second but i also he might get stuck in a multiverse that's what i was thinking too yeah i don't know which one though right maybe maybe the spider gwen universe so they can throw yeah. spin out a female hero yeah and and thinking that he's going to be in trouble and that they just got the rights to Daredevil. Well, the rumor is he's already Charlie Cox has already shot his scenes. I mean, in my mind, it went from rumor to uh, almost necessity. There's only, you know, the two best mutant lawyer or not mutant lawyers, but you know, is 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 Charlie Cox, Daredevil, and and Jennifer Waters, and either of them could work here. But just getting Charlie Cox back and his pro bono work, I, I, and I, I think it's a good spot. Yeah, so. Me too. I would like to see him get like zapped into a multiverse where he wasn't the Spider-Man, and maybe it's like Toby's universe, and that's where like yeah. all the Netflix people are, and he recruits oh. them in, into the like be like, listen, we need you for this fight. This fight's bigger. Right. And he goes there. There's a scene where he's like swinging through San Francisco in Venom's verse, and you see that. I hope they don't do like a weird a- animated scene where he's in like Spider into the Spider Verse, like a cartoon. I don't want to see uh, that. That would yeah. be no, too much. I don't think so. And then Bruce Campbell's getting his cameo. It's already been confirmed. That's good. Yeah, so he's working. It needs that. Yeah, he, need, he got his got his uh, his work <laughs> for the year. But I like the name. Uh, it could ho- phone home. I was like, oh, that's when I heard it. I was like, that's a bad name. Did you see um, when they lined it up? It it. it like it's purple, green, and silver, yeah. and it looks it looks exactly like um, a Green Goblin. But there, well, there's rumors that there's a uh, few of those coming in there too. And uh, Dane DeHaan, we're already. They're saying he's shot oh, scenes, Jesus. and uh, Willem Dafoe's shot scenes. 
I don't know how I feel about Dane DeHaan. I know, actually, I, I know exactly how I feel about Dane DeHaan, but uh, he hasn't made up for his past, uh, yeah. you know. But if we think purple, green, and silver, it could also be She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or well. Could it be Hulk? Yeah, I was thinking Hulk, but not silver. Maybe you got a new belt. But, uh, <laughs> I just want. I mean, unless it's like Joe fix it, but. I just want to know uh, how soon into the movie we see Mephisto. Because like, he's going to be in everything. <laughs> at, at some point, I'm going to be saying for every Marvel property, we need to see Mephisto. Because yeah. I don't know if we're going to get him, but we'll get we'll get to that. And one more thing before we, we jump into Resident Alien. Um, our, one of our hit shows a few years ago that we reviewed, Solar Opposites, is coming out March 26th for season two. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and I hope we get justice for Molly. <laughs> I really, I, it still sits with me. We've said it in the review. It's it's one of the ones that oddly like hit home a little yeah. bit, and oddly, as funny as it was, it had these like moments that creeped up on you. Yeah. So it was. Um, I haven't felt that way like I said since uh, Never Ending Story with the Treyu and Artex. Yeah. But I was watching last week. One of the movies uh, Chelsea and I watched was called Synchronic. With uh, Anthony Mackie and um, Jamie Dornan. Okay. It's about like a, a drug where you can go back in time. Time travel movie. Okay. And there's a scene, spoiler alerts, I guess, for one scene where he goes back in time. <laughs> and he's trying to prove that he can bring somebody back. And he brings his dog with him. And he runs out of time. And you see uh, you see his dog just fading away through time. No. Nope, and like, nope, don't like yeah, it. my heart sunk. My like my felt my stomach and like just turning and I was like if I start crying during this Anthony Mackie movie, am I? Well, you know how I feel about my dog and yeah, I it, that may be the only thing I, that would ever bring tears to my eyes is uh, when I think like when I think of of um, Fry leaving his dog behind and his and that oh Futurama I. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the last episode I ever watched. <laughs> well, it was just too much for me. Don't watch Synchronic, because um, it's a golden <laughs> retriever, and it's a beautiful dog. I almost jumped on Rotten Tomatoes and gave it a, a rotten review <laughs> for that scene, because it stuck with me. But uh, I digress. We'll move away from that. I did see a movie this week before we go into Resident Alien. I saw Tom and Jerry. Uh, yeah, we did, too. Oh, did you love it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually... Uh, liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah, so did I. Like, I thought the <laughs> the animation was really good. Um, yeah, the T Pain scene where Tom <laughs> is singing as T Pain. Surprisingly, like I think the thing that stuck out to me was how heavily hip hop infused this soundtrack was. Yeah, yeah. And like when it ended and Rick Ross is playing, I'm like, wait a minute, this is Tom and Jerry. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and I the T Pain thing. That was my favorite when scene. When he's playing the piano, I'm like, what? Why? Did they intentionally choose to make him uh, auto-tune? It was the weirdest thing, yeah. but otherwise, I, it actually was better than I thought it was going to Yeah, be. it was predictable, but it, I'm glad it was free, and I'm glad I watched it because uh, I like Tim's oh. story. I've always liked the, the stuff that he's directed. He did the first two Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. Um, and also did one of my favorite R&B song music videos, Sweet Lady by Tyrese. <laughs> he directed that music video, and he directed um, "Let's Get Married" by Jagged Edge, that was played in the soundtrack. Okay. So, 
I was I was a fan. That was like my childhood, all that music. So I was very happy when I was like, I love Tom and Jerry, and I love that music. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's those uh, weird Tom and Jerry's where it's like French for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and they're like on a future space station and there's the ones where they're in like, uh, medieval France for some reason. And you see Jerry's like nephew and like you see the early ones and yeah, they're real ultra violent, which is crazy, but, uh, it was itchy and scratchy. Yeah. I don't, I don't miss that. Like, I don't miss that too much. Yeah. I like the hijinks. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, like with uh, Bobby Cannavale as the dog. Yeah, like, I thought that was great. Just having him just join into that, like it was, it was very nostalgic. Uh, yeah, it didn't bother me that there's nobody gets sliced in half. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, we don't, we don't really need it. I mean, yeah, it was a movie that I felt that wasn't necessary, but it was a, a fun hour and forty minutes to watch. Yeah. I'm not going to walk away and say give this an Emmy or not, or give give this an Academy <laughs> Award because it certainly didn't no. deserve it. But you know, it might. It well, might I was win. looking at. It, I was like, when we started, I'm like, poor Chloe Grace Moretz. Like, what? Right. <laughs> it's just the, but then it had what's his name from Saturday Night Live, and yeah. I was like, all right. I mean, I guess you got to do something for yeah. I guess you got to do stuff for your family and for your nieces yeah. and nephews, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, it had an okay cast: Colin Shows, Mister uh, Yeah, I know, Mister like, Johansson, yeah. Michael Pena, who's fantastic, Peter from yeah. Deadpool. God's honest truth: as soon as I watched that, um, I was like, "All right, I got a little bit of time." Toots actually went to sleep afterwards. You know what? I want to see more Michael Pena, and I watched Ant Man. There you go. See. <laughs> It was a, a who's who of comedic geniuses, as you will. Yeah, yeah I thought that was good. I was uh, I was happy with that one. But so we'll we'll jump right into spoiler territory again with Resident Alien. Five episodes in sci-fi, Alan Tudyk, based off yep. the the dark um, Dark Horse comics, Resident Alien mm-hmm. by the same name. What do you think of the series? So far, I love it. It's it's up there with like it's it's almost must see TV. If if that means anything nowadays, it's it's so I I I always feel like man I hope Alan Tudyk gets a job for I know he, he's always going to work because yeah. people I think people in general just really like it yeah but I, you know I also hope he always you know he gets a, a big role and then gets something that he's good in and I think he's great in this I think uh, this is perfect for him. yeah I agree this is a it's the fish out of water it's kind of like. It reminds me of coming to America when Eddie Murphy comes to, <laughs> yeah. obviously, America, and he's totally fish out of water. But now you're getting Alan Tudyk, who's an alien, comes to Earth, and he's absolutely out of water. Like, I, I think to the, one of the last episodes when he's giving the, the vaccine to the grandmother of, of uh, Asta. And he's, she's yeah. like, well, it's time for you to have a baby. And he's like, well, she has one. It's 17 years old. And his name is Joe. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like, I I don't even think I put that together. I forgot that she gave up her baby. And yeah. he just con- well, connected that. She is crying when when she finds her drunk and she's walking into the house. Yeah. There is that scene. So. Yeah. When they go to the kid's party. Yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> I think. The th- High school party. Yeah. I think the thing that gets me, besides Alan Tudyk being absolutely hilarious at what he does the cast is super funny. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. chief of the police is ridiculous. <laughs> you have like, 
they call me Big Black. Do you know why? Because <laughs> you're drunk, Black. <laughs> and then, like the the deputy, everyone like she, everyone loves her, but the chief hates her. Yeah, and like she's she's <laughs> just at it cold. But Darcy is my favorite, the bartender. Yeah. She's just like <laughs> she's so dry and like so upfront when she uh she goes to the mayor Snowflake's house. And she's like, yeah, we used to date. He was my first kiss. I think we're still dating. <laughs> He's like, come here, you hoe. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give me some wine, bitch? <laughs> and it's, and the, the 10-year-old kid's sitting there eating uh, eating dinner. I I um I read the comics before the, the series came out. Before they even announced the series, I was reading the comics. And I was wondering how they were going to address the – the el- I guess the elephant in the room that he's an alien because in the comics one person can see him as an alien but it's not the kid. Okay. It's Asta. Oh, all right. When she sees him, he kind of shimmers. Think Twilight, right? But he, he yeah. kind of shimmers and she can't make his facial features. It's not when the boy sees him and it's full fish face and huge bulbous yeah. eyes and has like little baby Goro arms. I like. I think I liked this better than what they do in the comics. Like, okay, I didn't read the comics. I, I knew it was from it, but yeah. When I first reviewed um, it, I was like, I don't know where I stand because they're totally like moving away from where I like the relationship between Asta and and Harry. But now moving into Harry wants to kill the kids for the first five episodes. <laughs> that's I love it. That's comedy gold yeah. right there, where he's trying to kill these kids. And he almost succeeds. Um, yeah, he almost kills him. <laughs> He's like, I, "What? I try to kill you like three times, yeah. two times." Like, yeah. like the um, the confidence they have of including the kids on the jo- in in a joke is kind of uh, you know like when he's he's got to give the uh, shot or do the stitches to the kid, yeah. and you're thinking, "Well, it's a you know it's a TV show, it's not on cable, but they're not gonna they're not gonna have." somebody tortured his kid by give, not giving him anesthesia right. and they do <laughs> and and the kid's like you know like a vietnam vet he's like i could take yeah. it <laughs> and i did you see that they were going to uh make a truce in this last episode yeah. see i didn't see that yeah. coming i thought that they were like gonna no no i mean i thought i was hoping i didn't i thought but... they were gonna record him like addressing okay. that he's like tried to kill them and and maybe that's still true but then they end it with right. like they're talking about everybody poops and you know the <laughs> and I I absolutely love the show it's uh, one of my favorite shows but I'm worried about it because of it being on sci-fi yeah oh yeah but what else does sci-fi have nothing they lost all their properties yeah but they get everything's done they got Sharknado twelve <laughs> uh, Piranha Panda versus what Terra weasel like all these weird hybrid animals they have the other show that alan tudyk's in yeah devil may care (laughs) (laughs) it's just constant alan tudyk but there's a trend with his tv shows they get canceled after one season yeah well yeah there's that what so he the i know he's been on besides con man which was on a premium network there was firefly obviously right one season and then the Mm -hmm. powerless one season. Oh yeah, one season. And now there's this on sci-fi, but it's critically acclaimed and Rotten Tomatoes fresh. It might last. This is like the most critically acclaimed thing I think sci-fi's ever had. Yeah. I mean, they don't critically acclaimed and sci-fi don't go together anymore, so I hope it lasts, but we'll see. When I was watching the first episode, they already had started off on 
a bad foot. I DVR'd it, and it was on USA. Okay. So, like, the pilot, I hit my DVR, the pilot pops up, and it's Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly wrestling. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell's happening? And Chelsea's like, I think you, you videoed the wrong show. And I was like, no, this is NXT. It's ending. Like, I know, like, I saw this on Instagram. I saw how it ends. And then it's like, we'll be right back with the sci-fi premiere of Resident Alien. And I'm like, what is sci-fi putting on that they can't even show the premiere of their yeah, hit really. show? But I, I was telling Chuck when we reviewed it like a couple months ago that I feel like that was a, a Nielsen's rating test to see which network okay. it performs on. To get – yeah, to put it on uh, somewhere it actually gets um, viewership. Yeah, I think it's sci-fi yeah. in nature because it's the alien space show, but – I also think it would fit better on USA. You're going to get more people to watch it there. Yeah, or yeah, or Comedy Central or yeah, something. Peacock. You know. They're always yeah. looking for new content. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, because sci-fi doesn't have anything to do with this, right? Sci-fi is putting it out. Well, but they're not producing it. I believe they are. Are they? Yeah, I think. I thought it was. I think USA and sci-fi are owned together. Okay, because it's like Amblin. Yeah. Dark Horse. And somebody else, you know, maybe. Yeah, but I hope it's not canceled after. Like, we'll get to episode eight, and then they're like, sadly, <laughs> it was canceled. Because th- this last episode, as we kind of talk about the, the series, it's setting up a little bit more of the comic miniseries. So when okay. he said, you know, I'm f- where are you from? He goes, I'm from New York. And he just started talking about, like, they're like, what's it like in New York? And he starts reading the intro to Law & Order. <laughs> like i love that that's his human interaction. there's laws there's order <laughs> there's a select group of you know uh district attorneys and cops this this is a weird kind of like um amalgam if you will this episode is for us is all about finding your roots in television because yeah. we see it in wandavision too so there's your wandavision reference I think when he said I'm in New York, there's a story where the alien goes to New York. Okay. So it's like a he's like traveling, but okay. I also in the comics he doesn't want to blow up the world and destroy, and there's not that secret um, society that's coming to get him. Which I like. Yeah, I like I, that wrinkle. They had to. Well, what's good about Dark Horse and Dark Horse in particular? It's a lot of it's not a it's not a shared universe across the board yeah. you know it's a lot of uh comics in a bottle yeah. or you know so they could do you could you could change you know you get the basics out of it and then you could change things about it and you're not really going to hurt or worry about the rest of the universe it, it, it is its own universe so in dark horse's case so i i don't mind that and i i i like the fact that it doesn't give too much away yeah what did we get? We got Umbrella Academy from Dark Horse, right? And Hellboy. Well, the Hellboy didn't. They they kind of stuck to their roots as best yeah. they could. And Umbrella uh, Academy is kind of rewriting the book. Yeah, introducing yeah. Sparrow so, Academy. I don't. I don't mind it. I don't mind them doing it. So no, me either. I don't even mm. think they say that this is based off of a comic. I mean, I don't. Do, I don't think they say it in the introduction, but you do see it's dark. Uh, you know, you see Dark Horse Entertainment in there. Which yeah, I didn't know it was a thing, but. I don't think anybody's watching that. No, uh, not not for not because of that. I don't think so. No, I mean, I 
I I love that they cast Alan Tudyk. So I'm hoping, like you said, he gets oh, yeah. more. He gets to continue this series. What's your like? Who's your favorite character of the show? Is it Harry? Uh, it's easy to say that, but like, every I like both the cops a lot. Yeah, they're really good. Liv Baker is is, is almost probably I. She does a real good job of like stealing some of the show for me. Yeah. So it, it's easy to say Harry and, and Max, but it, I think Liv Baker and, and uh, uh, the Sheriff Mike, Sheriff Mike is, is, are probably two of my favorites. Yeah. Darcy, Darcy's going to go with my favorite, but I think my favorite line came from this last episode when his wife shows up and he gets an erection for the first time. <laughs> and he's like, my penis has died. It's rigor, my, it's rigor it's mortis. It's rigor mortis. <laughs> when that happened like i was eating my lunch i almost spit it out chelsea's dying watching it is that wait like, we watch it that's after he kisses darcy right no i think it's with his wife i thought it was when it, oh no it was with darcy yeah, yeah where he's he like licked licking her, her face, face and she was like not the worst <laughs> yeah yeah she's i hope they expand more on her story like we got the one scene when they're talking about her being like an olympian yeah. but like She's a wild woman. Yeah. Like she's but he's like, I'm like, a murderer. Showing... And she's like, cool. I'm into it. Yeah. Not my first one. <laughs> or like when they're when the foot washes up, she's like, When are we gonna see the foot? <laughs> Break out the foot. I, I I love this show, man. This is I we could we could probably do a full review of this whole series once it's done. Oh, yeah. But I I'm gonna hit you with my theory for right. uh an, an expanded universe. They need to bring in the big guns bigger cops not not big black the sheriff <laughs> so they reach out to none other than the rookie nathan fillion uh. <laughs> over on abc and you have a firefly um reunion uh. plus they also need a lawyer so you go over to suits <laughs> and you get gina torres uh yeah uh and that'd be great if gina torres showed up as his girlfriend i don't think she's working she got she's married to what's his name right though Lawrence yeah, Fishburne. they don't have to do a ton of work. I, I think they got separated. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Their love. <laughs> do you like? Do you like my theory? Yeah i I don't want it to be uh, forced or cheesy, but I wouldn't mind seeing them come in in some way. Um, yeah. Because I mean, they're all still around. They're all, you know. She's on nine one one Lone Star with Rob Lowe. <laughs> So another first responders. They need first responders and patients, and it's the cast. You could bring Summer Glau in. Yeah, you could bring everybody in. She's a hundred percent. Summer Glau is not doing anything. I don't think. No. Are you surprised that this show doesn't have like another big name? Uh, in a way, yeah. But I think it's good for uh, Alan Tudyk because instead of like a lot of what ifs like can he can he carry a show can he you know carry a movie can he do this they give him this and and you know he is the biggest name and he does carry it and he does and it, and it works out great perfect you know yeah. good for him so i, I think it's yeah. important for him to have an entire show by himself yeah i think it's low risk high reward with this yeah. series because you do have him recognizable face Maybe you don't know the name, but you definitely know the voice because he's been in so much. But the cast, the ensemble cast, you're getting these breakout stars. You're getting characters that have been role players or supporting roles on sitcoms, and they're coming in there. Uh, I I like the dynamics of just one 
semi-large koi fish <laughs> in the pond and the rest of them being just little little goldfish that will eventually evolve into koi fish. Yeah. That's how I think, like, uh, Alan Tudyk is, is, I think he's got to be everybody's favorite to work with because he just gets tons of work. It's just a shame yeah. that, like you said, it's nothing sticks. And when you think about it, no, it doesn't make any sense because, well, maybe in a way it does because he only does comedy. I don't, I, yeah. at this point, I can't ever see him going a different direction than comedy. Uh, maybe this is like his law and order tryout. <laughs> Like Asta has all the 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 heavy stories, yeah, and and he's in there acting like you know curly, yeah. <laughs> um, so he, you know she's obviously like gets the the straight stories. She's the straight man, and he's you know, yeah. Like when Joe finds out she's actually Asta's daughter, and Harry's like, I wanted to fire her, <laughs> like so like. It was. It had nothing to do with that, but it turns out that yeah. he wanted to fire yeah. one one person. I thought that would be great, just because he had a show on Sci Fi that was really good. But also now because of the Law and Order stuff, Chris Maloney. Oh yeah. Um, but I know he just got his own Stabler spinoff show. Oh, did, bet, so I don't know. After thirty years. <laughs> yeah, finally, yeah. right? Well, Olivia finally got the like it's. Law and Order actually use her show now. Yeah. Okay. So he he left a while ago, I think, to do Happy in Broadway, and now he's getting his own like um, special crimes or something right. like that. Yeah. But I would love to see him show up, even just as Christopher. Maloney. I wouldn't. Yeah. He. Well, somebody from Law and Order has to make a cameo. I, I think that would be great. I think it's gonna be Ice T. It'd be good too. They would all be good. Get, but get a little Finn Tutuola or, or, or in Munch there, or whatever good. isn't it? Yeah, Munch. Um, yeah. Yeah, somebody. I, but, I think that'll make it better. We'll see. You know. Yeah, Chris Maloney makes the most sense for me because of the happy and sci-fi connection. Right. And that show. I mean, listen, that show is weirder than Resident Alien, and that got two seasons. Yeah. So I think that this is already going to yeah. get two seasons, but we'll have to see. That's uh, a hard one. Overall, happy was a hard one, I think, for people to take. You know, like. Yeah. It's a tough. It's a tough sell. Yeah. Yeah, like a pedophile Santa. <laughs> <laughs> you know like a bunch of furries and gimp suits like that's a uh, yeah that's definitely a, a little bit of a, a tough nut to crack but hey it, it worked what do you rate this let me give it a let me think of it like i'm trying to think is there any reason to take anything away from it and i i just really can't think of anything that i change or take away yeah so, i mean saying that and i feel like we've been given a lot of fives lately and but I like it a lot, and and it's good. At, like I, I have a rotation. If I did, uh, you know, yeah. I don't I don't even know what day it comes about it, but I would add it to the rotation. So I gotta say a five. Like it's that good. I think it's that fun. Yeah, same here. It's it's definitely a five. This is probably one of the best first seasons introductions to a first yeah. season for a new series that I've seen in a very long time. As far as a, like a comedy, this is an hour long show that doesn't feel like a dredge to go through yeah. you know you're constantly engaged the commercials are quick and then when you get right back it's comedy gold and then it's story building like when the final episode ends with harry at the urinal <laughs> asking if like it burns when he pees or like, something does he shiver yeah I'm like, and it's the guy do i shiver when i the, <laughs> yeah it made me think about it for a second i was like i'll have to i'll have to get back to you on that but when he looks up terms the, he looks up yeah. uh 
circumcision circumcision he throws his phone down and then, uh what was what did he look up and he, it said uh about the vagina uh, something about the vagina yeah um when he's taking selfies <laughs> doing the, or like when he keeps going he's like well pop your tit out <laughs> yeah. like, he's got no bedside manner and it's i i think i love that the most about it but yeah i'm gonna give it a five yeah. and uh we'll move into another five i guess with wandavision previously on wandavision we get the origin story are you still 90 percent sure that this is kang i'm closer to uh, yeah i mean i think this one didn't change my mind well it changed my mind about a certain a couple different things or or it moved the needle in certain directions i i think more than ever if you just pay attention to agatha she doesn't do anything malicious or evil you don't okay. see her. You don't see her guy. actively do anything bad. Well, she kills her family, kills her coven. She kills her coven after her coven is trying to kill her. Yeah, but she could have eased up on her mom. But her mom was killing her. Her mom was the one that was killing her. Look yeah, at every she scene that all you their see. Life force out. You don't see. First of all, she says I could be good, and the mom says No, you can't. And the mom yep. starts zapping her. But how do you explain the purple magic? That's like, you're a comic guy. All the bad I know. wizards and sorcerers and, in Marvel yeah. are purple magic. Yeah. I know. So, you know, that's that's a that can't be a misdirect. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Right. Where you're like, oh, we know who's the good guy in this yeah. one. I don't know. But I, I'm, I, it's, yeah, it's a tough one. I, I still, I, I, my needle didn't really, I, I still think she has, she is in her own way showing or, or teaching Wanda. I okay. Think. Yeah, I mean she was she was kind of like the not the devil's advocate, but she's kind of like the the instigator of everything, telling you like this is what you could have done, but I need to know more. Right. Like at every step she makes her, her relive that. the moment. And that's important because Wanda needs to see it. And I think at some point it's gonna come down to the kids don't exist and, and or or exist yeah. the way we think they do. It's that they they exist as uh, you know remnants, and I think like at some point, Wanda has to figure out all this and and get out of it and figure out a way to get out of it. Okay, she do- well if we're talking bad things, she does hold the kids hostage like they're dogs. But if they're real, yeah, I was telling Chuck that in the comics, Master Pandemonium turned the kids into his hands. Yeah. Because you can do that in comics. But I'll tell you, man, after, you know, I texted you right after we hung up last week. I've been obsessing about this <laughs> Kang Immortus storyline. I still think it and is. It's, and it's so ironic that we record on Sunday. I posted it on Monday. And by Wednesday, Kang was a topic of spoilers or of, of this theory. Yeah. And after we recorded our episode and after we posted it, there were no articles. Yeah. So somebody out there <laughs> is listening to Galaxy. Yeah, I sent Wars. you a I'm few. I sent it. you a few where people, the big guys, were talking about it. Yeah, and I had looked after we recorded to see if there were any mentions of that, and there weren't. All right. It was all Mephisto Nightmare. I mean, I've added another name to my Who Is Pepe Silva board, <laughs> and it's it's now Shathan. I think that. <laughs> Uh, Agatha's trying to unleash the ultimate chaos yeah. magic. I, I have user seen that into popping around, and, and I mean, are we going to get into all the magic holders and users, and, and are we going to get uh, 
the 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 guy that uh that gives uh juggernaut his power uh satorak or whatever ciderak um, oh god are we gonna get uh what's the guy that that doesn't have hands that uh dr strange calls one and um planet hawk i feel like or world, we'll definitely get him yeah, world war hawk um uru or something we, like that no uru is yeah. the metal but um but when we're thinking about like character wise right in the mcu you have spider-man introducing literally everybody yeah everybody from 2000 to present is going to be in that movie dr strange can introduce everybody at this point and it's madness in the multiverse so I don't know how long this isn't. This isn't getting a season two. I read, right. so we're not going to be able to expand on that. This is like a but, long form movie, but, you know, or yeah. they're tying up loose ends there in a way. I think in this, or or and and this is a it's a great introduction to the future of of Marvel. And, and, yeah, but none of this says cosmic unless it's Kang, right? You know what I mean. Everything in Phase Four is supposed to be cosmic. When you take in what we kind of think we know, like we think we know multi, well, we do have multiverse in the title with, with Dr. Strange and we think yeah. Spider-Man is going to be in multiple universes. That's going to work out somehow. And Loki is introducing the TV, was it TVS? There were TVA. Yeah, TVA, yeah. And that is the organization that stopped Kang. And we potentially are supposed to get, I mean, Kang in in Ant, the next Ant-Man movie. When you take all that into consideration, I think Kang makes a lot of sense in this movie. Yeah, and I mean and you can end game it essentially if you will with Fantastic 4 which was already announced. Yeah. Already moving forward, they met with their writers, the script is beginning to be worked on. That's all before Blade that was announced 2 years ago. Right. So obviously Blade's not the priority Fantastic 4 is if you introduce Kang you could have all this set up to Kang versus Fantastic Four and not even have to introduce Doctor Strange or Doctor Doom yet. Yep. And save him for a bigger like he could be the Thanos. Of I Phase still, yeah, five. I think that's gonna be a, a thing, is and who knows. But um you know, and how did how, how look we could ask a million how how questions, but you know, how does how does Blade fit into the universe? How does Gore the God Butcher fit into the universe? How yeah. is unless they're Moon going Knight. yeah. Uh unless they're going in in a direction of, of um the you know, whatever this newest one was. Um uh, with Null. Yeah, with Null. So uh, who knows? Uh, you know. Do you think so so you said that there's a lot of ends being tied up, but I feel like they're opening up more they're like splintering those ends that there could be like more loose threads because I read 50 minutes for the finale, mm-hmm. so we have that, and that's essentially 38 minutes with a mid-credit scene <laughs> and 80 minutes of trailers or of um, of credits. We need to know who Monica's contact is, mm-hmm. right? Doctor Strange should fit into this at some point to right. bring her into the next universe. We have to figure out who the if Agatha isn't the big villain. Is there somebody bigger than Agatha and Hayward now who's launched White Vision? You know, what's going on with the kids? I don't know how they condense all that into yeah. um, 50 minutes. How? Yeah, it's it, this has been one of the cleanest TV shows, you know, in 25 minutes. The things that they pull off without it being slow or plotting or yeah. repetitive or 
or pandering to the audience. It's just they pull off a great show and give you exactly what they want to, you know, in, in you know, big bits. Yeah. Uh, answer, you know, hopefully they all get answered. As far as who that guy is, by the way, I was just reading just for the hell of it. I was, you know, going through um, uh, some old comics and then I was going through Wikipedia. That You know who's a, a trained electrical engineer? Who? Wonder Man. Oh, okay. He is a trained electrical engineer. It says it on his. Uh, okay. Um, and he's an actor. He's an actor. And and his consciousness goes into White Vision in West Coast yep. Avengers. Oh shit! And he was featured on. Uh, concept art was featured in Jack Schaefer, the showrunner's office. It's Wonder Man. Yep. Oh man. So that might be the I'm contact. Right that. That's still that. That only that's one thing. I. Do you think Pietro could be Wonder Man? Maybe because we know it's not Pietro, right? And I was I on Wanda Watch. I said that I think he's an actor who Agatha hired to act as Quicksilver, and then hexed him and gave right. him these speed powers. But he's going to figure out how deep he's in once this finale shows up, and he's got to either fight Monica, who's becoming Photon, or yeah, or you know, we're, we're seeing Monica get powers from from this. Spending time yeah. in there. Who else, you know, maybe Wonder Man gets powers. It's Wonder yeah. Man's powers are kind of like Monica's. Uh, you know, he turns into the ionic energy at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we don't, you know, we know that I think at least um, Vision is going to, our Vision is going to kill White Vision. And I think that's going to be the saddest ending again because Paul Bettany's career in Marvel will probably be done. <laughs> He's killing himself. Yeah. Uh, and he knows that he can't I, be brought back. I had a theory um, that I've been spitting around that White Vision is going to have James Spader's voice <laughs> because they because they've tapped into right. Ultron. Yeah, uh, they re, they only could reboot into Ultron, and it's not Jarvis; it's actually Ultron, and that's the ultimate play on like sabotaging her uh, Wanda's psyche. Yeah, it's already fragile, but imagine the man who killed your brother in the body of your husband yeah and doesn't know who you are yeah i i you know as we move closer and closer to the end through every decade the more control she loses the less and they show it the less less happy-go-lucky it is you know it gets more serious as it progresses in time and and changes uh i even said even in the well um Previously on WandaVision, her her read of that line goes from happy-go-lucky to very, like, yeah. monotonous. And, yeah. like, it's a chore. And it changed. Like, that's the whole psyche as it progresses. So I, I think the next episode, if it's – if it forces her to either kill Vision, even though it's the white Vision, but kill Ugh. the body of Vision again, or she watches – the fake vision killed a real vision, and then they both disappear. It yeah. e- either way, it's going to tear her up and and maybe fracture. Her. Maybe maybe what we're seeing is this is she loses control, and then she yeah. creates the multiverse, or she yeah, and then Doctor she rips a seam in yeah. it, yeah, and then Doctor Strange has to go in and find ways to fix it or fix her. Yeah, maybe that's what or she gets trapped in the multiverse. Right. Okay. 
like we're we're obviously seeing like the dark scarlet witch storyline yeah progressing right we finally found out that well they called her star scarlet witch which was huge my thought i have two things my my one thought was that agatha is i'm going back to remor i'm calling it the remora theory <laughs> where we go back to yo magic right scarlet witch is the shark agatha is a remora on the shark feeding from that and then there's a parasite on the remora that if it gets onto the shark it's even more dangerous and that's mephisto mm -hmm. nightmare or shathan who's trapped in the dark hole yeah. and once that's released there's your madness in the multiverse because now the dark multiverse has been Chathan makes a lot oh. of sense being trapped in the dark hole. Um, yeah. The writer of the book. Yeah. You know, and it's the energy like and, goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my second, my second thought was because we're introducing dark Scarlet, Witch, we're introducing all this magic and it goes back to what you were talking about with new magic users. Do you think that this is going to be going to be the introduction to necromancy in the MCU, which get give, gives you gore, which gives you uh, all black, which we're going to see in Eternals with Black Knight. Yeah. Um. Yeah. True. It could be. Um. Yeah. Because Eternals was supposed to come out right around the time Wandavision was supposed yeah. to come out, and now we're waiting a year for that. So how do you know how does that play into the you know we know Marvel doesn't just release things sporadically. Right. They're released for a reason. Um. I mean, it would make sense to get to, to have that make sense or to have that come out. And, and you know, that's kind of Mephisto doesn't use uh, magic as much as it's just, you know, uh, he's a he's kind a, of alters reality. Yeah, he's just he does. He exists and, and he makes other things happen. So, yeah, as far as magic uses, it, it makes sense with the purple and all the other things. So, yeah. This was a this was an episode that did not answer any questions for me. It just led me to more questions. Yeah, maybe. And I think the thing that threw me for a loop, and I wonder, I'm wondering if you saw this coming, the 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 Hayward reveal where he kind of doctored the the footage of Wanda's storming sword. Yeah. Well, yeah, where he he doesn't let anybody else see it for a certain reason. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it was just her walking in, breaking the window. That's yeah, all they got. Yeah. Where in actuality, she just walked in, saw him, wanted to bury him, got in her Buick, and drove to Westville, a city that already existed. And we knew that that wasn't supposed to exist because the cops live in Eastville. Yeah. But so what, like, Vision was buying a house there. Yeah, which we know. Like, We were led to believe since episode, what, three, mm -hmm. that Westview was a creation of Wanda's magic yeah. and heartbreak when in actuality it was just snow globed right. where Westville was kind of trapped in time and progressed. And these characters, Norm and everybody no Dottie still haven't seen Dottie. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen Ralph. We saw the pizza man who is the mailman. Who's the presto man. Who's everybody. <laughs> we see everything evolving in a city that the FBI and a sword captain were told did not exist. Right. So is Hayward the big boss, and we've been just looking at him as a small a small fish? Uh, I mean, there's potential there. He he. Um, obviously, he's he's the. I don't want to say uh, the the he's the mind behind the bad vision, but I, he he has ulterior motives that I think he is keeping from 
the rest of sword and, and yeah. trying not to have so maybe he's trying to do like a little sort like a mutiny of his own by creating yeah. um well he weaponized the most sent powerful sentient weapon right into essentially being a sentinel yeah to go in there and kill witches yeah true so it'd be it'd be weird if he was also a character from the 1600s that was trying to kill Agatha during One the witch the, trials. Yeah. Well, that's what they, we don't get a witch trial, which is, you know, they changed yeah, that. Yeah, we're a year after. Yeah. Um, or do we get a trial by witches? That, well, that's what it is, kind of, right? I mean, that's yeah. her coven making the, uh, uh, see, I, the, I, I ha, I'm going to keep going with, I think Agatha is, is still on, on Wanda's side to a certain extent, not like, I don't think she wants to harm Wanda. I think she's curious and she's trying to help Wanda in a way. And I think her plan is to make Wanda see the error of her ways. Because Agatha is not... She's never bad. She's ambivalent. Like, she doesn't care sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes she's good. Well, a lot of times she's good. She, You know, Avengers use her often to, to, to answer some questions. So, it just doesn't seem to me... Like they would change her to a hundred percent bad person. That's why I have a hard time. Oh uh, well, they they turn Loki into a hero. Right. True. You know what I mean, and Mystique into a hero, but that wasn't Marvel. Yeah, we'll see if that. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, you know that is the yeah. biggest crime in all of comic book is is. Yeah. Is, is and and now she's possibly Sue Storm. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Ugh. No, I hope not. What was your favorite part of this episode? For me, it kind of it proves my point a little bit. Uh, I, I've been saying that since the beginning the, that Wanda's had powers. That that she didn't whatever Hydra did to her, whether it, it, it like juiced them up a little bit or made it easier, I don't know. But I think Agatha is kind of saying. At, at, you stopped that bomb. You stopped that bomb from going off. Nothing else. It wasn't like you, you sat there and you, you didn't know it, but you, you know, did a spell, a hex on it, which is basically saying she's had powers before, and now you know, saying okay, she has control over this chaos magic. That's not something that would have came from the stones, or, yeah. or, you know, she wouldn't have gained control over magics just by being near a stone. That's not how it works. Or at least, yeah. you know, that's not how they've made it work. So, I, you know, well, except for, you know, the time stone, but that's a thing. That's a relic. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that gives some validation to the fact that I think she's uh, been a magic user her whole life. Or, so. Yeah, now do you think that they're retconning her origin as a a mutant and just classifying her as a witch. Uh, well, I almost slipped up and said she's a mutant, but they haven't introduced them. It is a possibility to introduce them in a way like you, you know, they yeah. might, it would be a good chance if they just said, never even said the word mutant, but said, look, genetically, there's something different about you that makes you able to do these things just by yeah. using the word genetics. We get it. That's the hint. That's it. That's a, that's a, a a wink, wink, nod, nod to yep. uh, the future of, of X Men. Yeah. So maybe that's the like the last line of this show, where Doctor Strange gets to Wanda and like, listen, 
I'm a doctor, I'm a magician, I'm a sorcerer, but there's something different about your genetic makeup that we need to explore. And it's the key to the multiverse. Yeah. And then... I mean, that would, that'd be great. Yeah. And like I said, you don't have to say the word mutant. Yep. Uh, you could once you say something like that, and and that's that's a hint. That well, in my you know, that's an Easter egg for me. I think. Absolutely, absolutely. I think my favorite part was the white vision reveal. Yeah, that was really. <laughs> um, this episode in general, kind of, I was talking to a bunch of people. It kind of felt out of place. Like it's a weird spot for episode nine or episode eight. I'm sorry, to be the origin story episode. When you have one huge episode left, right. but it didn't disappoint. This was still a great, phenomenal episode. Yeah, I, well, I think it, it it rewrites things we thought we knew. It's not necessarily an origin. Yeah. It's like we we thought we already knew the origin, but then yeah, they trolled us. Yeah, and but that's what Agatha's been doing the whole time. Is like I trolled you yeah. the whole time, and now she's like, "Look, let me take you back and show you." And, you know, you have power. You are better than this. You, you, uh, Zemo or whatever, um, Hydra didn't do it to you. You had power before then. Yeah, Von Strucker. Now, I'm going to, let's rapid fire before we get out of here. Do you think we see the contact or the name of the contact by the finale? Yeah. I I, I think whoever that person is, is still going to play a part. And, and saving, okay. I think it's going to somehow stop, put the kibosh on Hayward and, you know. I, yeah. Because uh, you got to figure Jimmy's got to get back to something. Yeah. He's absent from this episode, as was Darcy. So I think that whole team up, and Monica, that whole team up's going to happen. Monica, Darcy, Vision, they're going to go help. I feel like we're going to get a huge superhero battle at the end. Yeah which would be great. I'd like to see Darcy get a little powers. Do you think Darcy gets hint, hinted of powers at the end of this? <laughs> I mean, that's how this is supposed to work, right? I mean, unless we're going to say yeah. Monica is genetically, you know, superior or mutated. and well, Or maybe it's because of the blip. Maybe. That's my, there's my theory. I've been, I've been talking about it. You know, you, you and I have been talking about it since infinity war Chuck on Wanda watch tried to claim it as his he's like i've been thinking about this theory i said i think that that could happen i don't know if darcy gets any powers uh do you do you think that the real pietro stands up like we find out who pietro really is i hope so i hope me too that's the biggest troll of i don't yeah it's got it's got me flummoxed to be honest with you yeah flummoxed the first time on that on our podcast i keep saying when you if you use if you use his face it's got to mean something and they're not making it mean anything it's just a face that i i she it was a throwaway line i can't even remember what she said she's like that not that's not even your brother that's fietro i was like oh you've got to be so i to to use an X Man, I thought it would have to be, you know, the most important part of of, of yeah. the TV show, and maybe that they that's, you know, maybe that's the end of Rand. Like it doesn't mean anything, and it, yeah. it, it's nothing means anything. It's the leash that pulled you away from thinking about all the other stuff. That when yep. you see it, you're like, oh, okay, it does make sense right. that way. Now, do you think Doctor Strange shows up in this? Like you said, it's going to be, if he's not the guy, 
But he's not an electrical engineer, so he wouldn't be the guy. Yeah. But we know their story, like, Wanda's story continues with Steven. Yeah. And Steven's also in Spider-Man No Way Home. I I think it's going to be an end cameo that sets up his movie. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Um, I don't think it's going to be significant. Like, we are hoping for a battle of some sort, but I don't think we're going to get yeah. that. Which I wouldn't mind to see, like, a magic battle again, but I don't think yeah, we're getting... Wanda, Wanda, Steven, Agatha, and Mordo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be awesome. We're, which brings me to the final question, and then we'll get out of here. We're going to go big villains. I'm sitting with Mephisto, slash Nightmare, slash Shathan. <laughs> You're sitting with Kang, Kang, slash Mephisto, slash Nightmare, yeah. slash Shathan. Do you think we finally get the puppet master exposed or no i i okay if it goes it it matters in my mind with who they go with if they go with the big puppet masters mephisto then the kids are remnants of his soul all this other stuff then it goes a different direction than i think if it's kang both of them are villains but mephisto is trying to control or get some gain some foot like some ground in our, our our plane and and take over some part of our plane and he needs powerful people to you know to do that kang or in mortis in in this case is is just a a watcher of some you know like he just wants he, yeah. he observes and 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 nudges and tries to see you know what what he can make happen like, n- not necessarily moving pieces on a chessboard, but that's kind of what he does as a mortis. Yeah. Um, and and he's just curious, you know, and I mean, in a bad way. So, yeah. Um, All right. I, I think we get the big battle that we're thinking magic battle, Agatha versus Wanda. Something happens to the protection spell in Agatha's basement. And it leads me to the two th- scenes that I one scene that I talked about last week where Agatha reports back to her boss. It's Mephisto. We see the silhouette or the face, and that's it. The other one is final scene. The dark it pans into the basement of Agatha's house. The dark hole's still standing, but it's open. It's opening, and a hand's coming out of it. A red hand nails credits. Yeah, that, that's uh, what. Master of Chaos, Shathan, or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I like that. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind that. Um, I, I think for it for to reveal Kang is to move into the multiverse. They actually have to make a move into the multiverse yeah. to reveal Kang. I think that's the only way you would do it. And then, you know, maybe we see like a TVA or whatever. Yeah, TV. Yeah. The TVA commercial or something. Yeah, and um, we see something with them. You know, the Nexus has to matter. It has to come into play. And I think Kang has to come into play somehow, or Immortus in this case. So, yeah, there's a lot there. But um, next week, we're going to abandon all of the movies and TV shows that are coming out because next week is a big week for (laughs) movies. Uh, Ryan the Last Dragon's coming out. Coming to America, the second movie comes out. Tom Holland's Cherry is out. I think Chaos Walking's coming out. There's a ton of movies coming out, but we are going to spend a full hour digesting <laughs> WandaVision part ten or part nine 
and we're also going to preview or like we're going to predict what happens in the MCU to follow based on this finale. I will say that there's a rumor out there, and I hope it's true, that there's a secret 10th episode in the works. Hmm. So, you know, maybe it's like a, a DMX song where you're like, <laughs> it's nine minutes long. You've listened to Party Up for the first three minutes. There's a two minute pause and then you get the prayer at the end. <laughs> so maybe it's something like that, but we'll have to see. Uh, fair to say, five out of five. Yeah, for you. five out of five. And I, 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 it is has been a a show that's you know, it's tonally changed, it's visually changed, um, the meanings have changed, everything about it has evolved in a way. And um, like I said, like it's I think it's pretty genius the way they've done it, where it starts as a jokey sitcom, and and as the stakes get progressively get you know bigger. So does the the stakes of the show and the tone changes and who knows what the next one's going to be. The next one could be one of the darkest yeah. things we've seen in MCU. You know. Or it could be Rugrats. Right. <laughs> we have no idea what to expect. I'm giving it a five out of five, too. Um, I will say this. I'm going to echo what you said last week. Give Elizabeth Olsen all the Emmys. Yeah. Like, if this doesn't get nominated, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I might ride. But that's <laughs> it, man. We're going to get out of here. Follow us on social media, the Galaxy Wars podcast. Listen to Active Geek every Wednesday and Saturday with our final Wanda Watch this Saturday. We'll be back next week with Wanda Watch episode number nine, possibly nine and ten. We don't know. <laughs> uh, whatever whatever Marvel wants to gift us. But that's it. We'll see you next week. Here's $20. Buy yourself something nice. <laughs>